This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert and everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour. On my talk, 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? Well, Chris Brown and Lizzo won big over the weekend at the BET Soul Train Awards, dominating the event's major categories. Brown took home a leading three awards for his song, No Guidance, mm. featuring Drake, including the song of the year, best dance performance, and best collaboration performance. Wow. Lizzo won album mixtape of the year for Cause I Love You and video of the year for her song, Juice. And Beyonce Beyonce won the Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Award for Brown Skin Girl. The BET Soul Train Awards happened last night in Las Vegas. And uh, Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam won an Icon Award last night. So excellent! Congratulations to Minnesota's own one for the uh, home team. One for the home team. Great to see them uh, last night on the show. Okay, this next one is not for kids consumption. Oh, great! Forget about warning. Rob's going to get blue. (laughs) Forget about (laughs) Oprah and her. Coffee machines and fuzzy slippers. Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow's get what you need this holiday season. Plenty of sex toys. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the Goop gift guide includes a restraining arts kit. Yeah, we just otherwise talked about known that. as bondage mm-hmm. gear. It comes with wrist and ankle cuffs, restraining straps, and a leather-bound paddle. And it retails for a mere $1,400. Yeah, I also saw a joint roller on there, too, for 190 That's right. You'll uh, find that item in the ridiculous but awesome section of the gift guide, along with a $250,000 seat on a Virgin Galactic space flight and a weird $110,000 modular prefab house. Get a look for yourself, but maybe not while you're at work. Just Google Goop gift guide. Well, we'll do it at work. <laughs> yeah. And Dawn, good news. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm one of those people that if I get a gift, I can't wait. I'm, I'm just got to tell you, mm-hmm. I bought you one of those restraining kits. <laughs> I just, I did it during the commercial break there. Oh, so man. I want you to go forth and have a good time with <laughs> well, it. Thank yes. you. I you're very welcome. <laughs> and lastly, Matt Damon's new movie, Ford versus Ferrari, won the weekend box office with a $31 million debut. Mm. Charlie's Angels earned a disappointing nine million during its opening meanwhile joker made another nearly six million dollars last week to become the first r-rated movie to pass the one billion dollar mark wow there you have it for more entertainment news you can download the my talk app or go to our website mytalk 1071.com that is brand new information my talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 8 20 12 20 and 5 20 on my talk 1071. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Monday, November 18th, 2019. I'm Jace with Dawn and Rob. Alexis is continuing to enjoy her time off. Mom and baby are continuing to do uh, beautifully. Thank you for your love. I know she feels it and uh, much, much appreciated. Kicking off uh, a brand new week. And I'm going to put a bow on a conversation about uh, binging because I managed to slip in a a few hours of of television viewing. I just talked about one of my favorite new shows on Disney Plus, which is the Imagineering story. I will briefly also say, I told Dawn, I don't want to give too much away, but 
I want to hug John Favreau. Do you? I, I do. I want to meet him so bad and just give him a bear hug because the Mandalorian is Star Wars at its best. Oh, it really great. is. Well, that's it my is. one reason why I want to get Disney Plus. Oh, is, is Don, you would love the Mandalorian, and I'm with Episode Two. I'm I'm just gonna play um, this soundbite. Yoda, you seek Yoda. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, it's just so good. It's so very good. And they're short. People are, are making a big deal that they're short. Um, We should be celebrating this. We don't have time for three-hour episodes. Oh. I, I love that they're like 35 minutes. Oh, you're I love in, something under an hour. You're in, you're out. I think John Favreau is very smart to do this. Are you kidding me? Um, Quibi is coming out from Jeffrey Katzenberg. Those shows are going to be under five minutes. Oh, so I love that. We don't have time for Mm-mm. bronchitis or two-hour shows. <laughs> All right. I barely want to watch a movie anymore. No. So I, I, I think it's smart. I think John Favreau is, is ahead of the curve. Cool. So, the, yeah. Finally, before we move on to another conversation, um, I watched season the first episode of season three of The Crown oh. with the new cast, you know, because uh, Queen Elizabeth now, this is 1964. Queen Elizabeth is a little older. So Claire uh, Foy is out and uh, a new queen is in. And she, is, the whole cast is remarkable. Helena Bottom Carter took over for Princess Margaret. Oh. She is outstanding. And um, there's a new dynamic, not only with the new cast, but in 1964, a new prime minister um, uh, has been brought in. And at first, you're not quite sure what this relationship is going to be like. Uh, Prime Minister Wilson, um, uh, he and the Queen are, start off a little icy. And now I, because I always do this, I Googled this prime minister to kind of get a back, you know, some uh, a shallow base of knowledge to work from. Mm-hmm. And I have learned that it turns out that not only does this prime minister serve two non-consecutive terms, but he goes on to be one of Queen Elizabeth's favorite prime ministers um, next to Churchill. Um, they actually, they're very different, very different, uh, but they go on to be dear, dear friends. So I'm interesting. I'm interested to see this relationship grow throughout the season, but, oh, the crown is so good. And is this Olivia Coleman? Yeah. Olivia Coleman is the queen now. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Dawn. She's like, uh, she's, it's crazy. She's crazy. Good. She's stupid. Good. I mean, just still haven't uh, watched season two. I'm behind. Oh, well, when you do, you will love season three so far. See, that's why I haven't jumped on Disney Plus yet, because I'm so behind on everything I else. Get it. I'm like, I'm not going to, why sign up for it now when it's going to be two months before yep. I can watch anything? It's a good point. Yeah. You'll love it, though, when you do. 809. Now, Dawn, I'm so, I cannot <laughs> wait for this conversation. Yeah. Okay. Set us up here. What what happened? Okay, so I'm talking to my daughter this weekend. Uh, you know, we talked for a couple of hours. She just started her own business this year, and she's a tattoo artist. She broke away from the, the tattoo um, studio that she worked for and decided to be her own business. Well, she moved in with a, another business that's very popular that does um, piercings. So, um, 
you know, feeling like she's going to be free of having to work for someone else was a big goal in her life. She's a Leo. She's an only child. She doesn't yes. want to work for anyone. She's been complaining about this since she was a manager at McAllister's Deli, just like when she was 20 years old, just like crying in tears, just like, I just want to get to a point in my life where I don't have to work for someone else. And I'm like, yeah. then do it, do it. She's brilliant. She's 28 years old. She has, you know, set aside, she saved 20 grand last year uh, from tattooing so she could open her own business Um, she's very smart she went to an accountant uh, accountant for her taxes to this is not something that tattoo artists do there's a lot of money that it's all it's a cash business so Mm -hmm. you know I hate to say this but a lot of them don't pay their taxes Um, so she wanted to make sure to be I mean her grandpa worked for the IRS for God's sake she's gonna Mm -hmm. follow the books she did that she went uh, she opened a Roth IRA I mean this kid is smart when it comes to business so she's talking to me about the struggle she's having with her the person that she's in in the same building with who brought her in and basically all she's doing is renting space from this person yeah they find the need to try to treat her like she's an employee of theirs and she is not she is paying him to be in that space so she's renting the space there are a lot of rules like she doesn't even have the code to the building to get into she has to text him when she's leaving and coming and going I'm like, it is none of his business when you're tattooing or who you're tattooing. He gets a cut of what she's doing. That's a part of the deal, which that's a whole nother story. There are all these little issues with this guy that are very controlling. And I will go as far to say as sexist. And I am infuriated. I want to fight her battle for her. She has talked to him several times about a one issue. She doesn't want to put everything she tattoos on Instagram. She's like, Mom, I'm not going to put some infinity symbol that somebody wanted to have up there. I want people to see my best work. This guy is saying, you need to put all of your tattoos up there. She's like, I don't want people to see stuff like that. I want them to see my potential, and I'm only going to put the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Why is it his business anyway? As you can see, my blood is boiling right now about this. And it's like she's working for somebody anyway now, see, which was the whole point. Of yes. So I was, you know, when my daughter tells me things about what she's going to do with her life, I am not the kind of mother that tells her what to do. I've never been that way. Even when she was 15, I would give her a guidance on think about this, think about the options, make a list of pros and cons. She's her own person to make her own decisions. I didn't want her to move in with this guy i just wanted her to rent her own space so now we are here in this place where she's unhappy and i'm like oh my god and i just want to call it the the guy and go listen (laughs) (laughs) if you want issues with me you can continue to do the following things other than that we need to have a talk you know and i am not the mafia (laughs) I'm not going to be able to do, I am not into ruining anyone's reputation. I don't want there to be bad blood, but it comes to the issue of even when she was in preschool, there are things that happen where you want to fight your kids' battles, you know, and it's a struggle. I want this person to know that they need to back off. She needs a code to the building. It's none of your business. 
if she's giving you the money for the space that she rented, that's it. That's all yeah. you have to do with this. And I'm just like, oh, I'm hearing these struggles. And she's not like somebody who doesn't stick up for herself. She yeah. will plainly say X, Y, and Z, but he's just not listening. So, oh, what do you do whenever you want to? I, I mean, this can happen not only with kids if you're a parent. If your kid's being bullied in sixth grade, you want to call those parents and go, Are you, do you know what your kid is doing to my kid? Yeah. <laughs> but also it can be the same way with partners. You know, if your husband comes home and he is having an issue, you want to, you know, you want to jump in there. But it's just, oh, it's rough. So what are you going to do? I, I well, yeah. I can't be like, oh, well, your mommy called and told me to. I mean, he's a grown man. He's my age. That's the thing. He's treating her like a kid and that she's stupid. And I hate that because she's brilliant. I don't know. I just have to basically sit on it. But I also don't want her to be in this position. I don't know what to do. That's my problem. It's so hard. You can't. Like if something happens to Colin, you know, you probably want to call somebody up and give him a piece of your mind. I, I, when Dawn introduced this and we'll continue this conversation later, but when Don brought this up, I immediately thought of um, when when Colin did PR for um, movies mm. um, for different movies. Yeah, uh, there was a film critic that was incredibly dismissive and very rude to Colin. Mm-hmm. I will not put this person on blast. <laughs> right. I never. I will never do right. that. But I will tell you since. That day, I I have not when this person uh, when this when I see this person out and about like at events or movies, I feel myself tensing up because I want to slap him across the forehead yeah. and tell him to stop believing his own press that he's not that impressive, <laughs> um, and he needs to treat people. Um, he needs to treat the PR people with a little bit of respect. Mm-hmm. You're not all you're not all that, sister, Mister, and. Um, Yes, I get, I, Colin and I can fight and we, I, I can, he can be irritated with me and I can be irritated with him, but no, 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 no. I do not like when people are, are, are rude to Colin Oh no, no, no. or anybody I got in. We got to go. But, um, my best friend, Jen, we were at, we were at an event. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food and that is what I love about factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes calorie smart protein plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPod50 and use code JAPod50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPod50 at factormeals.com slash JAPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And this um, this drunk ass woman um, was rude to Jen. And this story, ever we we laugh about ever so often. Dawn, you would have thought someone like pulled the hair of my mama. <laughs> yes, I looked at this woman. We were in a public place. And Colin had to remind me. He's like, Jason, oh. you, you're you're a public person. I'm like, <laughs> I do not care. I went up to this woman and I'm like, how dare you? Yes. I'm like, don't yes. I said, don't you ever talk to my friend like that. I said, you get out of here. I said, you are disgusting. And I just, I went off on her. Yeah. Did it feel good? Girl, it felt real good. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't do that, Dawn. You yeah, can't. I cannot do it. You I can't, can't because it. he, no, you know, you this guy has a great reputation. You know, yes. I, and please, I, this is not a Taylor Swift moment where I want people out there to no. go seek out my daughter's Instagram and find out where she works and tell the guy, <laughs> no, 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 do no. not do that this because my daughter will kill me. Yeah, <laughs> I am not in the same market anymore. So it's like I, I, you know, I can speak freely about this. Hopefully, I know there are people from Springfield who still listen. So, ah, please don't be mean yeah. to this person. But it was yeah. just a jumping off point for yeah, a conversation. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a conversation we will continue in a little bit. But right now, uh, while the dirt alert's going on, mm-hmm. Dawn is going to get dreams ready. Six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. Keep your dreams very concise. Dawn can still tell a lot with very little detail so mm-hmm. keep it concise 651-641-1071 the dirt alert is next this is a my talk dirt alert welcome back everybody jason and alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 it is time to get caught up with the dirt with the dirt alert and elizabeth reese good morning elizabeth good morning good friends morning. happy morning. monday okay um if you saw if you were looking through any tor- kind of entertainment news over the weekend you were seeing stories coming out of bravo con yes bravo con mm-hmm. <laughs> up closed out the first ever bravo con on sunday with her countess and friends cabaret show mm-hmm. the performance did start an hour late so people weren't happy about of that. course it did. Apparently she thought the show was started to begin at 9 and not at 8.30, but oh. she kicked oh. it off at 9.30. Oh. Uh, there was a whole crowd of Bravo celebrities there. See what they did there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, people from Below Deck and Real Housewives of Dallas and the whole thing. And um, there were lots of conversations about what's going on with who. I did think the one thing that was kind of interesting was um, Tam uh, Tamra from... Uh, Real Housewives of Orange County talking about her and her ex-husband, Simon. You know, they went through a very bitter divorce on the show and then a very bitter custody battle. And she said that they're co-parenting great now and things are going really well. And he's a great dad. And it was it's been really hard to then when they do these flashbacks that they always kind of run Simon through the mud because all the video they have of him is him being a whiny jerk because that's how he was on the show. And um, and that that's the most difficult part of being on the show. But she said it's oh, good it, that well, they're in a really good place now. That video lasts forever. That's the bad thing. I know. That's the yep. challenging. I Listen, I don't want to have every fight on video in my life. Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> nope. Do not. <laughs> nope. So there you go. So Bravo Con. I don't know if this well, will be a I, new thing. 
And oh, I think it will because it was sold out. Um, and did you see the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is coming? Oh yes! Yeah. Wow, we're getting a new franchise. So. I, yeah, I'm, I used to watch many of them, and I'm totally off the wagon. I know you are. You and Alexis both. I'm still on. Yeah. Um, I still do Beverly Hills and New York. Okay. Yeah. You certainly can't watch all of them. You would have no time. No. No. I dropped can't. out of Atlanta. I can't do Atlanta Yeah, anymore. that's fair. Kanye yeah. West over the weekend, um, part of Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church service oh, in yeah. Houston on Sunday. This was a big deal. Um, you know, this church is massive. They have 45,000 members, and then their services are broadcast to 10 million people nationwide. So it's a lot of people. And now Kanye West has, has the, had this sort of um, faith awakening. And so he stopped by the church in Houston where he spoke a little bit about his spiritual journey. Kim Kardashian West was in the front row of the church service. He talked about being at his lowest points and saying God was there with him and sending him visions and inspiring him. He said, I remember sitting in the hospital at UCLA after having a mental breakdown. And there's documentation of me drawing a church and wanting to start a church in the middle of Calabasas. Um, He then said um, that despite all of the arrogance and cockiness that y'all have seen from him in the past, Mm -hmm. he said God is now using him. Um, although then he went on and said, now the greatest artist that God ever has created is now working for him. You know, that's the thing then that <laughs> no, got the headlines. No, no, yeah. no, I, no, think, no. I think there was a little bit of what he was trying to do there to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt is when he was speaking, because you can see his expression during it. Uh-huh. He's trying to say, like, look at how arrogant I was. I was saying those things. Oh, okay. Now the greatest artist that God has ever created is now working for him. And the problem is that then that's the statement that's making all the headlines. And so if you don't look beyond the headline, um, you're just seeing, oh, here Kanye West goes again, saying he goes to church and calls himself the greatest artist that God has ever created. And what he was doing is looking back and going, now, (laughs) the greatest artist that God, like, look at what I look, how arrogant I was. Now I'm working for him. Wouldn't Jesus be the greatest artist that God's ever created? I would say that would probably be. (laughs) Okay. Just checking. The truth. Yeah. 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 But an interesting, um. People were eating it up. You know, they had to ticket this stuff. Yes. And it was free tickets. But that was, they had to make a lot of preparations because they were expecting so many members of this congregation and then Kanye fans to come into this church. This is like one of the mega churches of the mega churches, is Joel Osteen's church. Oh, yeah. Huge in in, uh, Houston. (sighs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm huge. Going to keep, I have some, I'm going to not say what. I'm just going to say, mega churches, I, I, they, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about mega churches. Because you know what? I'm a kid of the 80s. So I grew up when a lot, and I'm not saying Joel Osteen is, but I'm saying mega churches and anyone that was a, a teenager in the 80s, you're nodding your head. I'm always a little suspicious yeah. of, of mega churches. But I'm glad this one, Joel Osteen seems like a good guy. Oprah likes him for heaven's sake. Oprah really likes him. His uh, Super Soul Sunday with Oprah is really interesting. Um, But I feel the same way. Listen, I I, I grew up mm. in a small conservative Lutheran church. and, And so the idea of sort of pastors wanting to be a big star sort of sits uncomfortably with me. I that's thank you for putting the correct words to my mind. Yes. Yeah, but yes. you know, that's I guess whatever your path to faith is and then yeah. then that's positive. And if you're Absolutely. if you're being filled up in a positive way by something yeah. like faith instead of something negative, that's good too.
Like a meeting with B. Arthur. Yes. Oh, I mean, I hope that goes well. I hope it goes well. Something nice to negative. talk with you, you guys. Nice Elizabeth. to talk with you. When we come back, Dreamweaver, we have five people standing by. They only have to wait a few more minutes, and they will be weaved when we return. Back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? It's Dreamweaver Dawn. Mm. What is your dream? And can it be weaved? (laughs) Uh, We have several people on the line. Thank you for holding all five of you. Dawn McLean uh, went to the School of Metaphysics. And now her Yoda-like training in the world of dreams benefits you. Dawn, take it away. Yes, okay. So first on the line we have Sharon, and she has learned to keep it short and sweet, haven't you, Sharon? Yes and no. <laughs> okay, Sharon, tell us about your dream this week. All right, so I had a, um, somebody let me know that somebody needed help finishing clearing out their house. Uh-huh. 95% of it was cleared out, and they just needed help with a little bit. So when I went in, no one was there, and the house was pretty well empty, but I found this one desk-like table area, and when I looked at it, it had all these uh, old photos of um, of war, of some uh, soldiers and some yucky stuff. And um, I suddenly found myself both in the physical and in that time space. So mm-hmm. uh, there was there were airplanes, and I could tell what kind of planes they were because of the um, sound of the engine. I don't have that talent this time. And um, there was, uh, I was wearing a uniform, this brown uniform. You're in the war. I was in the war, and I was on the wrong side of the war. And and we were being attacked, bombs, and um, so, and I'm looking down at my body, and like I said, I'm both in the physical wearing jeans and wearing Mm -hmm. a uniform, and at the same time, I saw my light body, and then I woke up. Okay, Sharon. So um, you are, you've worked a lot on yourself, and there's one thing that you still need to work on. That's what you're dreaming about. So uh, a house is a frame of mind, and in that frame of mind, um, you have the ability to, you're pinpointing that one last thing that you're working on. Uh, also, uh, that photograph is the manifestation of an image desire. So you really want to be able to focus on this one thing, and it has to do with inner turmoil. Uh, there are ways that you are self-destructive, and you know that, and so that is something you're trying to correct. And uh, you feel like it's sometimes that uh, you've made some permanent changes, but um, then sometimes you feel like you haven't. So it's just that one last thing, self-destruction, that you're trying to work on. Oh, jeez. Yep. <laughs> Got thank it? Thank you, Sharon. Okay, thanks, Sharon. Have thank a great you. day. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we are moving on to Colleen oh, now. Yes. Colleen, tell us about your dream. Okay, Dawn, I'll be short and sweet. Great. I had a pure white owl mm-hmm. eat my 70-pound dog, then flew right in front of me outside and coughed her head up. Okay. 
I don't understand. That's well, who would, you know, except for me. Uh, so um, animals are habits, uh, but specifically with birds, that represents a compulsive thought that you're having in your subconscious mind. Compulsive th- thoughts aren't always negative. It can be like, I have to be generous. I have to be generous. I have to, you know, and so it doesn't allow you any freedom in thinking. So it's a compulsive thought that you're dreaming about. And that is threatening another habit that you have which you actually nurture uh so whatever you have to really dig deep here it's kind of confusing because there are two animals in the dream so there's a compulsive thoughts that actually threaten the other thing that uh, is a part of you also another habit that you have huh that's okay. what you're dreaming about interesting and you feel Thank like it's going to make a permanent change to that habit okay okay that's interesting well- Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. Okay, let's move on to, we have Kathy on line three. Hi, Kathy. What's your dream? Hi. Hi. I have a recurring dream. It's always in different settings, Mm -hmm. but I lose cars. Yeah. I lose whole, expensive, big, you know, tons (laughs) worth of cars. Okay. Could be I walk out of a restaurant and, hmm, my car is missing. Yeah. Or someone's taking me somewhere and I realize, oh, I could have driven myself if I hadn't lost my car. Okay. Hmm. And oddly, I'm not overly upset about it until I wake up because it feels like it's very, very real. And then I wake up and go, oh, my God, I lost a car until I realize it was just a dream. Yes. Okay. So your your, car is your physical body. So there are a lot of times when you either get lost in your thoughts and you're not connected. You don't have a body-mind connection going on where you're aware of how your thoughts are affecting your body. Um, So you can get sick just by thinking negative things. You can forget about your body. You can be lost in a daydream and be like, where did I, you know, what am I even doing right now? (laughs) Something else that you do. Or it could be that you're eating bad things and you are just losing track of, you know, something simple like that or not taking care of yourself. And your body tends to remind you of that. So Hmm. that's so interesting. Mm. So true. Okay. No Kentucky Fried Chicken. I've been wanting to do this forever. So thank you. Oh, thanks, Kathy. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Okay, moving on, we have Roxanne. Hi, Roxanne. Tell us your dream. Hi, good morning. Hi. Morning. Um, morning. It's kind of embarrassing to this out loud. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> but I have this recurring dream where, like, the top of my mouth is, like, it's really, like, khaki gummy, and I, I keep trying to pull it out. Mm. And oh. sometimes, or it's floss. Like, I keep pulling floss out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> what, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> okay, what this means, so food is knowledge, and the mouth is where you process knowledge. So... When you are trying to process some knowledge, and you did this 24 to 48 hours before you had this dream, it's reoccurring, but look at your day before and the two days before. You're trying to take in some knowledge, and you get stuck on little details that aren't really, it doesn't allow you to move move forward and process the whole amount of information. So let's say somebody is irritating you. They're telling you some information or story like, guess what? Your department here is going to shut down, but we're going to have to move you to this other cube. Until then, you will focus on where am I going to put my stapler? How am I going (laughs) to... Little things like that. So it has to do with um, the way you process knowledge and how you get stuck on fine details that don't really serve you in the long run and the big purpose. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe how spot on that is. That's kind of freaky. Good, Roxanne. Okay. Wow. Great. Thank you, guys. Okay. Thank you, Roxanne. Glad we could help. Okay. One more here. We have Christine. Tell us about your dream, Christine. Hi. Thank you. Um, 
my dream's also recurring. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, the overall theme is leeches. Mm-hmm. And on my body, I have leeches, and I try and find them and remove them, but I always find more. Like, I never can fully remove the leeches. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is uh, sort of, this is going to be like pretty on the nose as far as my interpretation. So your blood is your life force. If you're dreaming about something draining your blood, you're dreaming about, it's not a person, but it's a thing that is a habit that you have that's draining your life force. And it's a habitual thing that you do that is not serving you well and you feel overwhelmed by it. It could be that you are so you have to uh, be on time everywhere you go or it's a habit like smoking or maybe it's a habit of always cleaning up after your toddler and then you're late to every meeting you just have to look at your habits and see what is the one thing that's draining you and wow. not serving you at all that those are the leeches and you just you think you get rid of it but then it just never ends wow okay Okay. <laughs> find the leeches. Hashtag find the leeches. All right, Christine. So many leeches. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Thank you. So that's interesting. That leech one. Yeah. Um, I had a dream. Yes. I actually had a dream. I had weird ones last night, but listen to the speci- how specific this is. Uh huh. Victoria Principal. All right. I was like in in a video store environment. Mm-hmm. And Victoria Principal, who everybody knows, Pam Ewing, mm-hmm. other than JR, is one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And one of the few cast members I haven't met. Mm-hmm. Um, Victoria Principal came over to me as I'm standing in this video store environment. And she hands me a picture. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is my favorite dress. Like, this is my favorite Pam outfit and and oh my god and she signed it and I go thank you so 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 much and then like I and I'm actually not asking you to interpret this but I'm just telling you how weird this is so then I'm with a group of people I think like my family and she comes walking by we're above like on a balcony or something and she's below and she goes and I go Victoria Victoria come here come here come here and she comes over and I said something that elicited a comment from her like this. She goes, well, this was an interesting conversation. And she walks away. <laughs> and I had this sense of dread that I offended her. Oh. And, yeah, so, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, you can't tell me a dream and have me not interpret it. I don't know. Okay. What, what does it mean? Like, does it mean anything? Yes. It, yeah, of course. So, you've had a lot of big changes in your life right now. Uh-huh. I know that. Uh-huh. So, um, so you. The interesting thing you just said is that this is the one cast member you haven't really met. Yes. So uh, inside the inner Jason, something's happened where that Victoria principle within you has come out and made an appearance, and you've met that person for the first time. The in, the inner Victoria hmm. principle in you. So whatever quality she has, you've you've always thought that it was an imagined part of yourself that you probably couldn't achieve. But uh-huh. now you have found with all of these new changes in your life that that person is actually real and within you. And you've now met that Jason for the first time. Fascinating. Because <laughs> really, I mean, I was just saying the new endeavor. Mm-hmm. I, I've been saying, I said this like five times this weekend that yeah. I get, it's a different type of joy than I get from the radio show, than the TV show. It's a different box of joy that I have really enjoyed. Yeah. Hello, Victoria. 
And that's the manifestation of Pam Ewing. Yeah. I love that. Oh, great. If you didn't get through, don't worry. We do this every Monday. And hey, guys, uh, November has new listener rewards, including a $350 gift card to Lunds and Byerly's, uh, Disney on Ice tickets, movie passes, a Downton Abbey Christmas dinner, and more. To sign up for listener rewards, head to our website. We're going to take a break. We'll be back to wrap things up after these words. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk world seven one everything entertainment, everything nine to five. I'm Jace with Dawn and Rob. Uh, Alexis continues to enjoy time with her family, and uh, just an update: baby and mama continue to do well. We do not have a name. Um, as soon as she lets us know, we will let you know. But thanks in the meantime for all of your love. Um, I know that uh, she appreciates it. Uh, it is 8.50. I thought it would be fun before Don and Steve come in, uh, Don. Yes. To, uh, it's always good to let Celine Dion put a punctuation mark on a, on a show. <laughs> so uh, Celine has weighed in vis-a-vis Jimmy Fallon on the eternal debate, the now 22-year-old debate, of whether Rose in Titanic could have saved Jack by uh. scooting over a little bit on that piece of wood in Titanic. Um, so here's Jimmy Fallon asking Celine to weigh in on this very, very important debate. Here's what everyone's saying, and this is uh, still being talked about on the, on the internets, on the interwebs. Um, they're saying at the end of the movie, if Rose just scooted over a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, just over here, she could have saved Jack's life. Do you, do you agree with this? Don't put me in trouble. No, come on! America needs to know. What if they want to do a Titanic number two? No, 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 you can't do Titanic no, number it's two. True. No, you can't. Listen, listen, first of all, first of all, if you look closely to the picture, Rose is maybe dead or totally frozen, and she's not quite all there. Yeah. Okay? Second of all, he doesn't need an invitation. Come on, baby. Make yourself comfortable. Jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? He could have pushed her over a little bit. Who did not think about this guy who's in the middle of the frozen ocean and that maybe all his body is so frozen they didn't have the strength to jump in for my love (laughs) jump Jump in yeah you know yeah i love you didn't think that he could jump for her love jump in (laughs) you feel the touch jump in you won't take my tears in the night oh jimmy oh my Uh, god i want to hear more of that part i know yeah <laughs> he doesn't need an invitation. Get up hey. here if you want to get up here. It's not my responsibility. No. Oh. Well, Celine does make a good point that I never considered. Maybe Rose, I mean, her dress was probably frozen in place. I mean, yeah, frozen to the door, whatever. Frozen to the door. On. Yeah. I mean, she did eventually get uh, have the wherewithal to roll over and blow that whistle. So that kind of destroys that theory, you know? I know. That's my favorite. That's like I can't whistle very well, so that's all I can do all the time. No. It's just a You and I are the same way. I can't I can't really whistle either. No, I have Rob, can you whistle? 
No, I, we'd have to go back to the Andy Griffith theme to get a good whistle on this show. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, now, Lex, I think Lex can whistle. Of but no, I, yeah, of course she can. But no, this is. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a whistle. Yeah, that's a good one. No, I can't. I can't whistle at all. Not in the least. But oh, well. And I am annoyed you, by people that just are doing it in big lots. Or couldn't whatever. you just listen to Celine <laughs> Dion? Couldn't you just talk? listen to Celine Dion talk all day? Don't you love yes. her accent? Yeah. She's so, I know. I'm glad you played that clip because this weekend I read the story and it just didn't translate. Uh, you know, I didn't really get what she meant just through oh, text. Yeah. So it was it was definitely easier to understand. By understand what yeah. she made. Mm-hmm. I got to hand it to Celine. I thought this was going to be like she was just going to be goofy about it. She made a very two very good points. Yes. What was Leo waiting for? <laughs> and, and number two, Rose, the hypothermia probably set in and Rose didn't have the wherewithal to say, hey, Jack, get up here. You know? Yeah. Two very good points. Mm-hmm. Do we have Donna or Steven here yet? We, yet? we have Donna over here on the man wall. Oh, yeah. there we go. Good morning, Donna Valentine. Good morning, guys. Hi. Great to see you. Oh, you can't see me. I can well, see I you. <laughs> Donna can see you, yes. Great to see you, too. Uh, Steve is out again today. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know what he's doing. He's in Las Vegas jumping off buildings. Oh. Um, but Elizabeth will be joining me today. Fabulous. Oh, have you guys talked about this Prince Andrew thing? No, we, we didn't. But no, it was we going around this week. Holy yes. smokes. Like, yeah. somebody needs to teach this guy how to do PR. Yeah. I know. Just don't talk about yes. it. Yes. Don't speak. Don't speak. Mm. And Queenie is not real excited about him doing the no. interview. No. Queenie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's just like, can I just watch The Crown season three? Do we Uh, have to? I mean, you know. By the way, have you guys started? I did. Jason did. Oh, is it good? good. So good. Oh, I'm so excited. I didn't know it was back already. So So good. uh, Yes. All right. Awesome. Donna and Steve minus Steve plus Elizabeth. Uh, That's going to do it for us. If you're a kid that's being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, right. Yeah, you be you unless you're a terrible person. And if you are, change. We'll see you tomorrow. It's a beautiful